Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of 215 Unfiltered. Nick, Joe, Ryan, and Dan today with two very special guests of ours, Dave and his girlfriend, Brianna. So Dave and I have known each other pretty much our whole life. And uh, Dave, you can talk about you and Brianna, how you guys met, and uh, how we all know each other, kind of. Got it. Well, how's it going, guys? I'm Dave and lifelong Philly sports fan. Basically became friends with Nick when we were five years old. And then uh, with me cute. today, I have my girlfriend, Brianna. And we met... What's going on? Five years ago, I believe. Yeah. Um, 2015. Yeah, 2015. That's, that's there we go. Uh, that's a good answer. We're going to play. We're going to play. <laughs> met five years ago. Dating for about half a year. So. Did you meet in high school? College. Oh. Freshman year. Very freshman year of college. Very good. It's actually a funny story. We can, we can, we can take him and tell Okay, yeah. Well, 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 wait. Well, wait, wait. Let's, We're gonna save, the story. Let's well, save that. We're going to save that. Uh, this is going to be a sports uh, podcast. Okay, okay. And this is gonna, the next episode or our future episode, depending on what we're next doing here. Segment. Yeah, exactly. Next episode. We will, story off the air. We will, we will talk <laughs> relationships and fun stuff. We're going to have a whole bunch of couples, hopefully. Yeah, and, we'll be making future and, appearances on this podcast. Very good. Don't so, you guys worry. So we're going to go. We know. <laughs> okay. Guys, yesterday was opening, opening day. day. Opening day. Quinn fell on his day. ass. Yeah. Quinn fell on his ass. <laughs> so so let's let's start out. We saw the lineup. Um we had the group text, me, Nick, Dan, and Ryan, that we sent the group text of the lineup. And we immediately I almost vomited. We immediately screamed. I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, Dan didn't care, but but we all screamed and saw Hoskins at two and immediately just got I, – I don't even know what we can say. I got to say one thing about God opening. God damn it, Dan. I'm sorry, dude. Bryce Harper has great hair. He has phenomenal Bryce hair. Bryce Harper has a phenomenal flow. Dude, dude like he's <laughs> got to use some head and shoulders or I can't wait till his, his son's like, older. And he's he's going to be on a future like com- commercial. Yes, You exactly. can see it happening. Oh, for sure. And then, head and shoulders. And then for Carson sure. Wentz just had his baby girl. Hey. Bryce has his boy. There we got a baby. Super baby coming Super soon. Baby. Wentz's kid and Harper's kid are going to procreate and create the ultimate athlete. <laughs> oh, I hope so. In 25 years. In 25 yeah. years. What sport will they be in? Exactly. Ooh. Oh, They'll play every sport. Yes. <laughs> they will, actually. Ultimate They're athlete. They're going to even to play croquet. <laughs> 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 oh my god Alright guys So let's look back at this uh, Opening day Aggravating Frustrating Questionable <laughs> loss Wait we're, we're, Let's not even call it questionable Typical Yeah it's Typical, become, typical. Yep. I, typical. Come on, I was I was pissed <laughs> I was pissed that we lost that. I'm like really And Dan's not a big baseball fan But he, he was getting in the game yesterday I was yesterday. falling asleep I was like holy <laughs> shit I was choking on my own saliva <laughs> <laughs> when, when Stan's falling asleep It must be a pretty bad game For the yeah. Phillies Nah But bad. it was a food coma people <laughs> Well, when you're looking at these first four guys, nobody except Reese Hoskins got a hit. McCutch, Hoskins, Harper, and Romuto, one hit between them. Wait, Uh, I don't think Hoskins got a hit. He was on base. That's what it's marked as. No, he got a walk. Yeah, I was going to say he He got walked in the seventh. That's we have. Or eighth inning. It's somehow marked on the box score here as well. Well, I'm pretty sure he did not. Pretty sure the only one of the only people was Scott Kingry. He got a hit. Yeah, he got a he got a Kingry got a single in like the third or fourth inning, and then let's not forget Didi. And Didi had the home. Now, Didi was a standout, guys, yesterday. Two for three, an RBI, and a walk. Uh, he he looked really good in his opening day as a Phillies uh, in Phillies pinstripes. I, I was, I was really hoping that we would win. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, Don't damn it. all against them? And speaking Let's of that, I think the stat of the day for us is uh, in the last 15 years, guys, the Phillies are 4-11 and 11 on opening day. Uh, they did lose. They that's, won uh, last year, but they definitely lost. Yeah, they lost so this year. That win, Joe, this is my year, first sports podcast, by the way, people. In the last 15 years. Wow. 
to show you even Sucks. how bad this team has been, even through their big uh, peak. It doesn't in matter how many 12. good players you have or great players. If you have a four and eleven record of opening day, damn. So I think it's safe to assume Phillies are not the best when it comes to first impressions. Yeah. You, Fuck no. I, I just thought of some. Shouldn't we introduce Dan to our sports podcast since he's new to the sports That's podcast? That's true. Because a certain audience might not know him who don't listen to our life podcast. You're right. I forgot about Introduce that. Introduce yourself, Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. I've been on all the other episodes of the life podcast and my first sports podcast. But yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm on the sports podcast, and I did watch the Phillies game yesterday. It was wow. amazing, man. Amazing. <laughs> so, guys, what do you think? We'll look at, let's look at the pitching here. Cause, um, no, no, no. Do, go through the, go the through lineup. The lineup. Okay. Diving right into it. Huh? No, no, no. Go to the lineup because the lineup was the big. I mean, there's like, not much to look here. That was a downside, though. He was two for three. Which and was the only bright behind spot. him, Segura, Jay Bruce, Scott Kingery, and Roman Quinn oh, had no. two hits between them, and it was not really pretty at all. Um, do you guys think there needs to be a change for today's game? Absolutely. Yes. Didi should be two. Yes. Didi should be two. And, Bree, since you are probably the most knowledgeable Phillies fan, I mean, we all are, but I think Bree has a lot of knowledge that uh, will really show people what she or she will show you how much knowledge she does have, Bree. So, how are we going to change the lineup for today? Well, if my phone would actually load right now and give me the lineup for today, <laughs> there we true. go. That's I... his basement <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I really, honestly, don't understand why Hoskins isn't second whatsoever. Oh, did they not change it? They didn't no, change it. Same lineup. There. Oh, that's same so lineup. The same thing as yesterday. Oh, that's awful. Uh, Kutch. Except Goslin's in. As yeah, Goslin's a DH, Goslin's a DH. Uh, instead of uh, Jay Bruce. Oh no. Uh, what's his the other DH? Well, who's um, pitching? Oh, Caleb Smith because it's a lefty. Yeah. Caleb Smith's pitching oh, for the Marlins. He's a lefty, so that's yeah. probably why he threw Goslin. Yeah. In. Uh, Didi's still sixth. Yeah, lineup's the same. Hmm. Basically, the same. The only difference is I Goslin. I think they need to have the speed up higher. You Honestly, need to move something. Kingry's got to be up in the top of the lineup. Segura's got to be up there a little bit higher. Yeah. Hoskins is. He's got a slide. I heard that he's floor. been having like a little bit of a slump through like I guess their summer training. As Spring, well. yeah, yeah, summer like, camp. They called yeah. it summer camp. Summer by the way, camp. can yeah. I just say one thing about Reese Hoskins? I saw something on Twitter this week, guys. Summer camp. His haircut camp. literally looks camp. like Mar from Home Alone. Yes. If you put those the pitches side by side with the mustache and the curly hair, we were also talking about last night that he looks like um, the other actor that's in Step Brothers. Yes. Oh, John. Uh, no, John C. Riley. Yes. That's it. He does. He's got that look to his face. Uh-huh. Good order for Hoskins to hit at and a good number in the lineup. How about on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> at this at this rate, the way he's been playing since last year, he better be on the bench. He's been terrible. He looked terrible it's last night. He Do looked really have another first baseman though besides no. No. Kingery really? overall. Like, yeah, Kingery's not no, I mean, he's, he's not first it, whatsoever. He's a second baseman. Is Jim Tomei doing these days? Oh my god, Ryan. probably coaching somewhere. Honestly. It's actually a great question. I would love to know what Jim's up to nowadays. Yeah. All right, Dave. So I'm going to ask you this now. The Phillies have struggled against the Marlins over the last couple seasons. Uh, they are 11 and 9 against the Marlins. Excuse me, 9 and 11 against the Marlins. What do you think they have to do to beat this Marlins team? You know, that's something that, I mean, it's definitely the big ticket question here. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering that. It's interesting to think about because nothing's ever really typical when it comes to the Phillies playing their division. You know, you get. You know. You hit. We beat the Braves. You know, we beat the Nationals. You know, we beat the Mets. Mets. Mets, Mets. It's like usually fifty fifty. It depends. Yeah, yeah. And then Marlins just always beat us, and it never makes any sense. It's um, it, it really is. It, it really, really sucks. Is. And I think we learned that single handedly last year, guys. In that game that finished like eighteen to twelve or whatever it was, and the Phillies had a big lead in it, and, and then the bullpen it, just yeah. exploded. And uh, no one can get it out on the bullpen. To put it in perspective, if you're a football fan, imagine the Eagles being swept by the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Thank yes, you. the Washington football <laughs> team. That would be like what the Phillies are doing with the Marlins right now. Yeah, that's it's it's so weird. They just 
and you would think like they like in the division, the Marlins have struggled against every other every team other but team. us. Yeah. Why is it always our sports teams? Yeah, eh. yeah the, I don't the see only this thing in any other city. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. always ours. Like whether it's Flyers, like Philly, the struggle we go through, and like no other city Sixers, experiences. It's like, come on, it's thing, always the bad teams. Yeah, too. the only thing yeah. I could think of is maybe it's like a confidence thing. You know, you go into that game, you know, you know you're most likely going to win, and so you're, you know, in your head, you're like, oh, we don't have to work as hard because we're. We're gonna win, you know. It's the Marlins, so who it's cares? The nerves, you know. Like we're just gonna play, and it, it, we don't have to. We don't have to give it the extra effort. Maybe, that's maybe true. like that's subconsciously, that's in the back of their minds, and then it causes them to just stumble a little bit and just not produce the way that they're really supposed to. You know, play every team as if it's the best team in the league. Yeah. I think that's the observation, Dave. That you actually just hit the nail on the head there. I, I don't know why the, you the would over, slump. It's the opening over, day. The overconfidence. Yeah, it's gotta be. Always play down to the Marlins. Yeah, and it's been that way for years. Yeah. I think being at opening day, your nerves are kicking in. You yeah, know, like especially because they haven't inside. they it's didn't start on time. And exactly. probably been a while. It's going to be spring. sixty days straight. You said so. All that pressure is probably building up in you. Yeah, You're right over there, Ryan. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Now it, with uh, with Zach Wheeler on the hill today, guys, it was five years ago today. Cole Hamels threw a no hitter in his Woo! final start at Wrigley Field. Wow. So not saying Wheeler will do the same thing, but so what you're does saying Wheeler have chance. to do to be <laughs> successful? Well, we didn't even talk, talk about Nola last uh, all yesterday. Right, all right. I mean, you skipped Nola five and a third. <laughs> I mean, gave up I, four runs. I know. We. I know. I told you to skip like talking about Nola for a couple minutes, but. You forgot about Nola. All right, we'll go back to Nola. All right. Can I, I, I mean, ahead. he was, he was, he was good. fine through four innings. He was through, he was through five, right? What did yeah, he throw four, five and a third. Yeah. Through five and a third. And he was good through the first, what, four and a half yeah. or four? Yeah. Got to that fifth inning, man. I don't know what happened either because he was, he was cruising. He was really he like, looked he, looked he looked good. Sharp. He had like and seven then, strikeouts. And then all of a sudden just, you know what it is? And Gabe messed him up last year in that first game, uh, yeah. taking him out after like 70 pitches. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he does wear down, but this is not the year he can wear down. Like, there's no excuse. He's got 60 games. Like, you cannot have him wear. Every game counts. And you, you can't have him look like that. Game 60 now. games, you got to be prepared. Yeah. And I, I was I was mad that the just he looked tired. I mean, granted, okay, they really didn't have a full camp, but yeah. he looked tired. He looked like he had he's played the whole year. And he, he it's just brutal. <laughs> yeah, I was, think, last I was pissed. I was choking on my own saliva for crying out loud. <laughs> but I gotta I wanna it, like you know what bugged me about the game? It's just freaking cardboard cutouts. Of, <laughs> I like, love that. We'll talk that about that. Shit it's better, than, it's better than empty seats. I'd rather have empty seats. No, than, no, no, I don't think instead so. Of the car- I'm sorry, instead of the car- cardboard cutouts, they should do what the Korean baseball league did. You oh, see what they did with their fans? Bears, the stuffed animals. Oh, oh yeah. yes, that's Ooh, what they I need like to that. do. I, I thought it was something else. Well, actually, they did that too, but maybe we shouldn't talk about that on the podcast. Uh, okay, yeah, there was, was holding them back. Yeah, there. I knew there was something else that that happening. They also used that. other things, a certain um, dolls, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> but, no way. but yeah, Noah pitched good till that fifth inning, and then uh, then the bullpen. Oh, um, let's talk about that. Um, I didn't even know who was pitching. Rosso, McLean, no Austin Davis is the only name I know because yep. he was yeah. in AAA last year. And he's I been didn't up and know down. that one. I didn't know the Russo, Rosso, Rosso. Rosso. I, Rosso. Rosso. Like, I, I don't know who that is. Rosso was his name. Rookie. Okay. He's Rookie never reliever. I had never heard of him. Very first big league game right here. Has wild pitches. Not gives impressed. Up one earned run. He didn't he have two pitches that got past Romuto? Yes, yes. Yeah. You know how bad it has to be to get past Romuto, who's yeah. a damn good catcher? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty Best rough. in baseball. The, he, yeah, the damn best catcher baseball. Like, that's a, it's amazing how bad he was. Like, <laughs> like he threw gas. 
Don't get me wrong. I'm glad I saw somebody throw more than 90 miles. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad he was throwing 95. He's got control issues. Another one. You know, like we said, Phillies are not the best when it comes to first impressions on the first day of the season. And, you know, the the relief pitching, even the starting pitching. And that's why they're getting buried today. And I guarantee you they're getting buried on uh, on local radio. Oh, yeah. All day long. Like, oh, God, we got to get rid of Harper. We got to get rid of – everybody's got to go. Everybody's got to go. Just, Start just, over. just cut everybody. The thing with Harper, I feel like his swing looked good. He was just swinging at everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he was way too he was amped, trying too hard. Yeah. Like, he, he, like compared to Hoskins, everything just looked bad. Harper, he actually looked good. He was just too excited. He just needs to calm down. I think he'll be fine. Well, I feel yeah. like also everyone's putting so much pressure on him because if we actually just look at what everything that they were showing during the off season when they were replaying games, it was always his home run, like the, the grand, grand, the grand slam against. So the Cubs. I feel like he has so many expectations now that like he has to live up to, especially with this yeah. giant contract that he has. Oh, so yeah. he's just like, oh my god, I'm going to be needing to like hit home runs and grand slams every single game. Yeah. And when you're thinking about that, that's like what Ryan Howard happened. Like he literally was just like in a slump forever because he always had to be that power hitter totally agree that i mean he he's just got to relax he's definitely got to just he's got to be like you know what i'm I'm one he's one player on a nine player team yes he's got it he's a team sport he's got it you know there is no i in team yeah (laughs) except between there is a me and not a you (laughs) (laughs) that's beautiful all right uh we'll do a break okay come back we'll do 15 minutes wrap up the We'll do today's game, yes. and then we'll oh, and we'll we'll be right back on two one five unfiltered. Welcome back, everyone, to two one five unfiltered. Nick, Dan, Dave, Bree, and we got another special guest today here at a big grad party for my sister, uh, Chris yes, Bubbs. Chris, welcome. What's going on, guys? How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bubs. Oh, we're going to play. We're going to play. Let's get it. How are we going to play? <laughs> so we brought Bubs on to talk about the Phillies. And, guys, right before we left off, we wanted to talk about the pitching and Joe Girardi and his questionable decision-making last night to uh, bring in those pitchers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as soon as I saw uh, Ramon Rosso come in, I was like, who the hell is this guy? But, I mean – he did have some nice stuff. I mean, he did have he did does throw ninety eight miles an hour, but like no control at all. I mean, I guess it's his debut. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess we can give him another shot. But like, I don't even know what the guy's name was. As as <laughs> I didn't either. Bump, Nobody did. <laughs> I don't understand, guys, why they bring in a rookie on opening day when yeah. they had a deep bullpen. And I think Girardi said post game that he was trying to save the pitchers and the arms yeah. and get some young faces out there. But do you guys think it was a smart move in opening day when no. every game matters? No. no. Not when Especially there's a 60-game six, yeah. season? Absolutely season not. You want to go out with your best guys, yeah. not throwing in all the rookies right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely with the whole idea of first impressions that I was talking about, like you want to have a strong outing your first game yeah, around wanna, on the season. You want to make a imp- first impression. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, throw him in, you know, maybe like the second yeah. series or something, you know. Or if we were winning, yeah, like throw a guy yeah, in. So it's like, hey, you want to like give the Marlins like a run or two, like mm-hmm. that's fair. But when yeah, we're yeah, losing yeah. five to but, uh, one, Right, yeah, there's on. no safety cushion. No, yeah, absolutely not. One point I want to make is uh, Reggie McLean came out right after him, and he did a nice job. He did. He pitched, yep. what, one and a third, I think. Uh, he came in for just final out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 12 pitches. He did pretty well. He was with the Mariners last year, so I think okay. he has a little bit of big league experience. I'd rather put him in other than yeah. Rosso making his debut. Yeah. I mean, we're down what? What were we it down when we put him in? 4-1 at yeah, the time. that's what I'm saying. Like, 
Yeah. A little questionable, but right. first game of the year. And just the, the wild pitches and the pitch yeah. control yeah, he didn't have. You know, and that one play, that was not on JT at all. That no, the one way no. outside. No, he's got to control that. And I think he will. It's got to work with JT again, you know, work on your signs and everything. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a quick 60 games to do it, but hopefully he gets off because we really need as many arms as possible in that yeah. bullpen. Um, Bree, I'm going to ask you this. Yes. Instead of Rosso, who else would you have brought in in that kind of situation down 4-1? Is Honestly, there, like, a name that comes to mind or anything? There's really not. No? Our bullpen has been so trash the past couple of years. Like, I can't really even tell you a guy that, like, really stands out to me. That's true. And it's really sad. Like, during the whole entire offseason, you were thinking that we, like, get, like, a couple acquisitions of, like, some decent pitching. And, like, we only really kind of stayed with, like, the starters. Yeah. Like, yeah. nothing for, like, setup guys. Nothing no for closers. Sense. Like middle, middle relievers. Yeah. And nothing. we have – we still have so much work to do with our bullpen. And I know with Girardi, like, I know he's known for, like, changing pitchers a lot. Yeah. And if he's going to be doing that, we need guys that can actually pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and consistently, too. Yeah. Because – you don't want to overwork your starters, and that's what I'm worried about. I mean, I think Nola could have went another inning, but I mean, yeah. giving up four runs. You well, don't we need want our to starters to go a little bit of a distance, yeah. just yeah. because we can't be tiring out our whole yeah. entire bullpen well, like the start a, of the fourth I think, inning. I think he was on a pitch count yesterday. He definitely was since it was his first start of the year. Yeah, yeah. I would have definitely given him at least the sixth and then pulled him. But yeah, I mean, if they're if they're down two to one. Or not two, like three, even three to one. I think he stays out there, but just yeah. that fourth run kind of really was the, the nail in the coffin there yeah. for Nola yesterday. All right, guys. So let's look ahead to today's matchup, which is just about starting at the time of we're recording this. So uh, Bree mentioned earlier in the show that the lineup is staying the same. So what do you guys see as the key for today's game? And then we'll even look into next week as we uh, go into the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> do you guys think the top of the lineup needs to get going? Or you think maybe the bottom half? Or where do you see an individual yeah. performance really helping us out here? Oh, absolutely. With the I top mean, of the lineup with uh, Koch. I mean, he had a pretty rough one last night. But I, I think he'll get going. I like him at the leadoff spot. I do too. And like we said earlier, the question with Reese batting in the two-hole, we got to see how that pans out. I mean, we're, I know you're not a fan of it. I know you're yeah, not. No, a fan. no, not a chance. <laughs> like, yeah. What was he batting last year? He was in the two sixty something or two no? Like where in the lineup? Oh, Wasn't uh, he, he was like four, third, four, third, four, fourth? Four, yeah. Okay, yeah. Four. Yeah. So he either needs to move down or he needs to get his shit together up in the second spot. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I even like having maybe Segura and Didi second and third, and then yeah. Bryce is your Absolutely. cleanup, yep. and then maybe I emphasized it the night before. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> and then maybe having Bryce as a four, Hoskins as a five, and even JT as a six, just to make your middle of the lineup pretty deep. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've I always seen Har- Harper as like a four. You yeah. know, I never yeah. saw yeah, him as like a setup guy, more yeah. of a cleanup guy. Yeah. But I think this team, Dave, he, well, I think he's a good three-hole hitter with this lineup because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do everything himself with JT and right. Hoskins. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what cuts. we were talking about with all yeah. the pressure that yeah. kind of we put on Harper. Yeah. Maybe it's a little less pressure just to take him out of that cleanup exactly. role. Like, you know, let someone else handle the big uh-huh. hitting. Then you just, you know, you contribute however you can. And yeah. how do you guys think how much mental factor plays into when a lineup goes changes a couple times throughout a week i know last year me and my friends were talking before we even started this podcast how much kapler changed the line mm-hmm. to try to get oh, something yeah. going mm-hmm. Absolutely. but nothing worked but how much on a mental capacity especially when guys like harper always used yeah. to batting third yeah, yeah. and then like all of a sudden he's batting six always, or seven exactly you know how, yeah. how he's that leading works. off even kapler yeah he did yeah. off yeah. last year yeah it's but a lot uh, because at each different slot, like there's so much pressure on yeah. that slot. Like, especially like if you're in the two hole, you gotta mm-hmm. get on for the guys yeah. behind you. If you're later in the lineup, if you're like five, six, you can afford to like maybe hit like a sack fly yeah. or something Just and something get them in. to Just move something. some guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I think, feel like we're limited, guy, Dave. Yeah, I think we're all like relatively on the same page about how like you know you shouldn't really 
switch the lineup too much. I mean, you know, you have to understand like what works and what doesn't. I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, every manager's responsibility to figure out. But, you know, it kind of reminds me back to like the golden era of, you know, like 2008 to the like 2011, yeah, you know, like Charlie, he found that lineup and he stuck it with it every yeah, single day. You know, you, you'd be day. going in there like, so be like no, one little you know who's bad yeah. and when. There was never yeah, my, exactly. many variations from that. And, you know, maybe I we'll get to that point. Howard, Howard was yeah. four. Always was three. Was three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same Rollins, leadoff, then Shane Victorino. Yeah. Yeah. They moved him around a little bit they sometimes, but not much. Yeah. And, like, it worked. It worked. It worked. You know, like it said, everyone worked. had that role in the team. J-Roll yeah. got the thing started. Mm-hmm. You know, Victorino, Utley, Howard, Burl, yeah. even if you want to go back to him. Like, Jason Worth. Like, Jason everybody Worth. had a yeah. role. Everyone knew your role. Charlie didn't mess with the lineup too mm-hmm. much. And once he found it, you know, that's that really why it. they went on that and, run. And that could be speaking to kind of how the team is set. You know, you got a lot of new guys, a lot of young guys on this team. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's kind of maybe just the growing pains of yeah. let's just figure out who fits in best where. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe that's why, maybe that's why Hoskins yeah, is yeah, in, to too. Yeah. But you already did that when he was in New York. He kept that same lineup every yeah. single game, night in and night out, with Jeter, A-Rod. So I hope he does that with our team now. Yeah. And you, just, you look at the names, guys. Like, this is not a bad lineup. This team should not no, have two not. runs against Miami. Uh, and even last year, I think they had a good lineup with Cesar and Franco. I mean, they're guys that could get on base. You know, they struggled at times. Yeah. But Cesar really pulled through late in the year. But this year, I think they got better with Didi. Oh, yeah. You're deep now with Segura at third. You yeah. got a DH universally. Uh, King Reason is natural position. And, and Quinn and Hazley are probably going to share that center field spot. So they're going to be back and forth. But it's yeah. great because you have speed at the bottom of the lineup. And then you go yeah. cut at the top, and you still got Speed and Hoskins and Harper. That's with uh, Roman Quinn. He's really quick, so he's basically oh, yeah. another leadoff guy at batting yeah. in the nine hole. I mean, he can get on. You saw him beat that ball out last night. He got up the line like that. Yeah. Then he fell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, since the last time 215 on Filzer did a baseball show, it's been a couple of weeks, and some things have changed. So I want to switch gears now. The baseball playoffs are now expanded, guys, uh, from 12 teams to 18, 16. 16, yeah. 16. Mm-hmm. So it'll be 8 and 8 in each. It'll be the first, second, and third seeds will be the three division winners. Yeah. The four, five, and six will be the second place teams. And then your seven and eight will be your wild card teams. Do you guys think this Phillies team, as currently constructed, can fit in one of those spots? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think our lineup's deep. And our, and our starting pitching is definitely way better than it was last year. And that being said, like the Mets, everyone talks about them. They're always overhyped year in and year out. Every I mean, single year. Same ever, story. Do they ever, <laughs> no. changes with do they ever get into the wild card? Nope. Ever. Nope. They mm-hmm. never do. And they're, they, it's they, the same well, story they had a good playoff year. run uh, a couple years ago, right? What, what year was that? Cubs, I think in the – no, they beat the Cubs. No, they were in the World Series, they were weren't the World they? Series. they? Against the Indians. Could have been the Royals, yeah. I think it was the Royals. It was 2015. Royals. It yep, was. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the new playoff format. I like the changes that MLB's been making. I mean, you know, obviously 2020 is a very a unique year. season yeah. in <laughs> yes. its own regard. Yeah. But, you know, but I think the they, more the merrier, honestly, no, when it comes sure. to playoff teams. But I think, I think we got something cooking here. And I think with the DH now and the expanded playoff, it's going to be a, a experimental year, to say the least, yeah. to try some things out and see what works and what doesn't. Um, do you guys think in the long run the DH is going to stay and you think the playoffs are going to stay expanded? I think the DH is going to because mm-hmm. that's been talked about for years now. Because yep. mm-hmm. DH, it's only temporary for this year is what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, but yeah, it's but we all know. Every, Don't get me wrong. Nobody, I nobody do enjoy like seeing yeah. the pitchers hit. Yeah. Like you guys, you got Definitely. guys like Otani. Like that guy yeah, can hit like can hit. home runs, <laughs> like, like left, right, literally. Yeah. A bit, See, you know? so my, like, my take on that though is yes, while there are pitchers that can hit for every one that can 
there's like 10 that can't hit. There's a yeah. lot. You know, and go up there and they'll look at three strikes right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Fast yeah. And you would think as a pitcher, bunch. you would be able to read the ball better. Yeah. But they, yeah. but they you don't. Know, in, in, this, in the world that we live in now, things are getting faster and faster each day. You know, people want to see more and more. I think it's just, it's necessary now. Yeah. Just, you know, let let more experienced hitters take that spot and, yeah. and just, you know, watch the fireworks. And especially, it's nice for a guy like Yohan Cespedes who hasn't seen the field in two years and he yeah. comes up and he can just live in that DH. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing in the American League with no DH. No, he gets no hurt way. every single game. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to the Mets for uh, taking care of the Braves yesterday because that was yeah, incredible. Was oh, yeah. for them. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take that. I'll take that any day of the week. Um, so to go off that, what changes, though, do you think this team might have to make throughout this season to really contend and make for a deep playoff run? Well, I'm just sure. based off one game. We're going to go you know, off, one yeah. off the one <laughs> game based against the Marlins. Of the track record so far. Um I mean, obviously, I feel like bullpen, it's going to be an issue. It always, you know, it always has been. Like we're saying, not much has changed with it. There's not really any standout stars in this bullpen right now. And, you know, I'm not getting my hopes up for them. And my prediction is a month from now, that's going to be the talk of the town is how can we improve this bullpen? You know, who can we sign? Who can we trade? And go and take it from there. Yeah, because the lineup, you can't do anything. Yeah, also with the uh, four and five starters in our rotation. With Velasquez, Eflin, that's a – that could so be it's always a, a sticky situation. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, Velasco is usually coming out throwing pretty well, and then halfway through then, the season, yeah, it's just yeah, like second yeah. inning, it's like go, seven nothing. It's just like, like how did that he'll happen? He'll go three innings strong, and then the yep. next inning, he'll just let it, everything will just collapse. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, actually, so something, a, a topic that we glanced over and kind of forgot to talk about is what do we think of Wheeler for today? And yeah. also, I'm excited in the back to see today. him. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think this is a great afternoon game, Dave, on a Saturday. I think. He comes out and hopefully bounces us back, gets eight or nine strikeouts, and you know limits the Marlins to two or three runs. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's pretty hopeful when it comes to watching his performance today. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got that big contract. He's got to yeah. prove it this year. Exactly. You know, he's exactly. got to prove it. Yes, he does. And it was it was, <laughs> it was funny too because he almost didn't even really make it to the start of the season. You know, he he um he had issues. He's expecting a child. Yeah, he's expected, and, no one expected. Um, a couple he might people, not have even yeah. showed up this year. Yeah, and, exactly. They expected so, him to miss his first start. And now you look at him, he's out there throwing. He's ready to go. You know, yeah, it's that's a good sign. He showed up. Really Philly, Philly loves that stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Put put it aside everything just to, yeah. to play for you the remember town. Remember uh, last year when Bryce had his child, he was on uh, paternity leave for like what? A couple like two, games? Like a day or two. Yeah. Maybe. I don't <laughs> he know. He's back. He's right back yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the commitment that Philadelphia loves to see. We don't want anything else. Well, speaking of commitment, what do we think that uh, JT is going to be doing? Oh, oh is that a topic for another day? I think, <laughs> to Keep be him. honest, just I sign think him. he's going to just sign. sign him. I think he's going to eventually sign, even if it's not middle of the year. I think it'll be like at the during free agency. He's not. I don't think he's going to leave. You just pay that man yes. whatever he's worth. You just go pay him. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't care right. if it's what, what were they going to pay him one ninety five. I don't care what the deal is. Eight Damn. years one ninety five. I don't care. Whatever. We have yeah. money. Whatever. Like, whatever he wants, give it to him. He's the exactly. Best catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Pay the man. I mean, Br- yeah. Bryce guys yelled it at a camp the other week and coming out of the dugout and yeah. after JT hit that home run and simulated yep. game. Just sign him. That's it. Just sign him. Get it over with. Lock him up. Mm-hmm. I want him. Everyone in this town wants Everyone him if you're a Phillies <laughs> fan. Yeah. We don't need any and mistakes like uh, what happened with the Mookie and everybody I know. with yeah. the Red Sox no. getting so infuriated mm-hmm. over that. I seriously just want Bryce's hair, dude. I want <laughs> Dan, actually, you know we should get the Fanatic headband. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to get one, too. I haven't got one yet. Yeah, you're we wearing a headband right now. Do, we just do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. 
make that make that the cover photo for it. Well, that's a good idea. Whether it's sports or life, we just wear it all together. We can all get the custom suit that he had on yesterday walking into the stadium. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce has become I saw that Philadelphia sports icon. Icon. He has cemented himself. Yeah, I was gonna say not even two years. He flourishes off of this attention, and he he owns it. We have breaking news. Um, Joe's got some breaking news. Do you want? I'll give you the mic, Joe. Okay. That's insane. Right, I'll read it out loud here. Uh, so if you're a football fan, breaking news <laughs> so today just broke, just broke. News, guys. For the second time in this show, we have breaking news. Actually, we have double breaking news. I'll get to that story in a yeah. second. Yeah, so the Jets long. are trading Jamal Adams and a fourth-round pick in 2022 to Seattle in exchange for Bradley McDonald, who's a safety, a first-round pick in 2021, Third round pick in 2021 and a first round pick in 2022. Deal is pending physicals. That's insane. And it's going to get pushed through because you know they don't really yeah. care about physicals. So. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. He wanted he wanted to get out of New York so bad. You knew it was any day they were just going to pull the trigger and trade him. That's, um, that's wild. Not to all right. Let's just get to <laughs> well, the other breaking news because this is quite sad. Um, that we was what, had, like 40 minutes ago, right? Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, at the time of this podcast goes live legendary tv host regis philbin has died at the age of 88 the beloved tv host entertainer who holds the record for most hours in front of a television camera passed away of natural causes on friday night according to his family he was most well known for being the host of the tv show live and who wants to be a millionaire so sad sad day here as we learn the passing of tv host and legend who we all grew up with regis philbin yeah crazy it's crazy to think that, yeah. But um, you big go breaking back to- news today, yeah. Let's um. So it, in that, we'll try Look. to go back to baseball here for a uh, for quick it. couple of seconds. Let's um, let's preview today's game, guys. Let's continue to kind of go back to today, and maybe let's even talk about next week. Um, if Looks you guys like want to talk about next week, uh, just got his first strikeout. And oh, here we go. Here we uh, go. Joe, you want to? So Nick, I do probably the, the yes. schedule ahead coming up the next. Let's week. look at that who, after the Marlins. Who we play? Okay, we got the Yankees home and home home series against the Yankees. Two in New York, and then yeah. two uh, back here at Citizens Bank Park, and then after that we are against Toronto. Yeah, but like, where's that game going to be played? Are <laughs> <at? laughs> we going to Buffalo? We Buffalo. Going to Camden Yards? It is Buffalo. It is Buffalo right. now. That's crazy. Oh my! And gosh. then we got to go back to Miami after that. Oh, that's great. Great. <laughs> so what's great. funny about Buffalo? It's like you know, because obviously it's a minor league stadium there. I feel like over the course of this season, they're just going to upgrade everything in that stadium. They have to. Yeah. And then when minor league baseball, you know, is is heating up again, because I think they did cancel the season this year, right? Yeah, yeah, they um, did. And they they said they have to uh, improve the lighting because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not it's not major league like lighting. Yeah. So so imagine imagine how big of a like a little competitive advantage it's going to give yeah, buffalo absolutely next year when when that season <laughs> when starts that, yeah. like every team is going to want to play there mm-hmm. and like can't wait to play buffalo mm-hmm. and buffalo is going to be thriving absolutely thriving absolutely <laughs> all right guys let's take a another quick time out and we'll look into the phillies ahead schedule and uh again we'll try to preview today's game stay with us right here on 215 unfiltered Welcome back, everyone, to 215 Unfiltered. Nick, Dave, Bree, and Bubs here with you. Oh, wait a minute. That ball is going. It is gone. Upper deck. Dee Gregorius. All right, I'm liking this guy. Oh, my gosh. 
Phil's take a one nothing lead on the DD Gregorius second home run. If only it was two nothing. Is that an 0-2 breaking ball? Yeah. Wow, what a shot! I've been I've been rocket. preaching first impressions this whole uh, this whole podcast so far, and Didi. Didi's <laughs> been having a pretty first good first impression. impression. Yeah, absolutely. That swings. Oh my god! This might just be me, but I think he deserves some actual high fives, not some air fives yeah, for that home absolutely. run. That. <laughs> like, come on! That wow, was, that was a uh, shot. Was a now imagine this: the sold-out crowd today. Yeah, that ball just falls down the no, stairs. What imagine actually does happen with the, the balls that end up in the stands? Has that actually been addressed as of yet? No, because someone asked me that exact question yesterday, and I said I have no idea. Because yeah. I also noticed I they do have the ball girls down the line. Yeah, they do. Which do I was actually surprised about, because like, like the, they're not giving it to any fans. Like, are they keeping it for like later for like auctions? For like whenever the Phillies do all of their fun auction things. That's a good idea. And it hits one of the cardboard fans. That's yeah, that fan gets that. But yeah. we need more cardboard cutouts yeah. to do yeah. all yeah. of that. Yeah. Like exactly. Forty cutouts. You need to put them in the outfield. Yeah, yeah. you do. Because also too, Bryce kept running in with the ball and like yeah, chucking it. Like chucking who it. are you he, throwing it to? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also oh, was. Scotty I couldn't tell if he was there. pretending to toss mm-hmm, it or if he actually it. legitimately <laughs> threw it into the stands. Expect Didi to go back to back to back. Back to back. Wow. You love to see that. He only had, I what, 20 home too, runs last year, and he's already got two? <laughs> Maybe I mean, have... if he's getting 15 in 60 games, I'll take that. Yeah, you know? that's pretty good. You don't want put up you know, astronomical numbers. Just put the ball in play. One Speaking of home ball. runs, did anybody see that Grand Slam? The, the Angels oh, oh Athletics that. game? We I actually fell live. asleep after <gasps> the Angels went to bat. Ugh, that was nuts. It was first pitch, grand yeah. slam. That was I'm liking incredible. this whole it's uh, actually, tenth inning role. Yeah, it's funny because we we were up and we weren't watching TV, and then but it was it was on, it was on yeah. the background, and we happened to just walk over like, oh, let's just see what's going on with this game, you know, A's Angels, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, tenth inning, let's just watch it. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Yeah, fine. Next thing, thing we knew, yeah. boom, boom. Like, <laughs> grand slam, game over. Walk off Grand Slam. It kind was of put a nice little bow tie in opening yeah. opening yeah. night. As I also opened up a Snapchat from my friend this morning. He's like, I put so much money on that Angels game, <laughs> and I just lost so much money. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, you wouldn't really think that the Athletics yeah. would be walking off like exactly. that on the first game of the season. Where, where are we putting the Angels this year, guys? What do you think? I think with that Trout and uh, Otani and uh, Rendon, Stone, yeah. yeah. Good I think they're going to make a push. Contender? Yeah, uh, definitely. I honestly feel okay. bad for Mike Trout. He has yeah. so much talent, and he's playing for a team. He's played one playoff game in his career. He's the best it's, player in baseball. Yeah. He's the best player in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> it really makes me question as to why he signed that giant contract exactly. with the Angels. Like, like, I don't Billy. Know. Any team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, well, he wants to like, stay like on the down low. I totally understand that from like everybody beat, in yeah. Philly. Like if he walked anywhere, like oh gosh, everyone would man. be all over him. But then it would take the intention off Bryce. It would be all on. Would it, would well, it yeah, be? but like nobody really had like that with Bryce Harper coming to yeah. here because he was a national. And like yeah, he wasn't every, exactly. especially myself, I absolutely hated Bryce Harper when he was on the nationals. He, national. he had such a cocky attitude mm-hmm. when he was first up and coming when him and Mike Trapp both oh, started. Shot. Look at that great shot. <laughs> the reason why we love him now is because he chose to come here. Well, for that yeah. and now I feel like he has a whole different mentality towards the sport to life and just like being a genuinely decent person and now that he's the father yeah that really Mm -hmm. adds it and that he wants to have his family in philadelphia like he's saying all the right things now when he wasn't when he first came up to baseball Mm -hmm. being like the young i don't want to say stupid person uh, but like kind of yeah hot-headed he was like 18 or 19 he was really young i think he came right out of high school right yeah well didn't trout too how old is he now 
Oh, he's high school. I think he's, he's 26. That's it. Yeah, because Trout's 26, too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look ahead to next week's matchups. Yankees, like I said, home and home series, two there, two here. And then we have uh, at Toronto, which is in parentheses uh, at Buffalo. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure Garrett Cole is pitching Monday or Tuesday. I'm, I'm thinking it's Monday, and he'll be opposed yeah. by um, Jake Arietta, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm doing the lineup correctly. Yeah, because uh, Velasquez pitches tomorrow, and I then think. it'll be Arietta yeah. on Monday against Garrett Cole. Uh, in those four games, guys, we'll just expand the whole four games. On Monday, it's actually yeah. uh, Arietta against Jay. Cole's Hatt. pitching oh. Tuesday. Ooh. Cole's pitching oh, Tuesday. Geez, oh, it's Cole Eflin, Eflin. Tuesday. All right, let's look at that, guys. Um, <laughs> early thoughts in those matchups. Yeah. Uh, can we expect this team to win both those games? Do you think a split oh, or just lose both? I just hope that Arietta can actually like get back yeah, into get his back. like <laughs> his groove. Yeah. He wasn't doing too hot when he was playing. Like we signed him to a decently sized contract, and then he wasn't putting up the numbers at all. Yeah, I like that Thursday matchup when it's uh, Wheeler Paxton. Oh my god! Oh, that should be nasty. <laughs> That's gonna be. A that should be nasty. Was that the fourth walk already? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Sure, yeah. All right. All right. Phillies get some base runners here in the bottom of the second. We're just going to strain them like usual. <laughs> no outs yeah. here. Let's, let's remember. I mean, no I, think, I think this whole Yankees series is definitely going to be a good test for us just to yeah. see yeah. what we're made of Early as a team. on the team. Because, you know, it's one thing against the Marlins, like we've been saying. You know, you have that yeah, little, have that, that extra little, little confidence freaking going Marlins. But now, you know, going against one of the best teams in the AL. Probably the best team in the AL. Yeah. 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 World Series favorite. Yeah. Heavy <laughs> World Series favorite. The best but aren't they always? The yeah. Um, this is going to be a huge test for us. So, yeah. Especially you know. also having Girardi and Didi back into their home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's yeah. going to be a storyline to follow. Yeah. How's yeah. Didi going to do? I mean, no fans. I think it's going to be different than having fans there with both of them. But do you guys think um, you, you pull out, you know, you split the Steven series at two apiece or, you know, one out That'd of three? That'd be nice. Uh, I, I want to stay One hopeful. out of three. Yeah. You have low expectations. I really want to. I really want to be hopeful on this. I really but want to. From a realistic standpoint. <laughs> I think at best, Phils are taking like one out of that. Okay, mm-hmm. five to say. And I think that's going to be because of the pitching matchup. And I yes. think yeah. I think it might be Just the first game. I think it might be Monday. My parents. <laughs> right. Yeah. Strong start. You know. Oh, this is yeah, great. Yeah. You know. They. Yeah. They dominated. Maybe put up four, and five, then, six runs or something. And then, right. Yeah. And then from there, just. I think if we play out the rest <laughs> of this Cole series against the Marlins go. well and actually get some runs, get, get, get some little, hits, get two wins, back don't back, strand all the runners on the bases like we typically do. If yeah. we get, come out of this series actually winning the rest of the series mm-hmm. and going into the Yankees games, I feel like I could we could actually pull off some games. Maybe yeah. wait, at least two. Yeah. At least two. At least two, maybe and, three. And imagine that confidence boost going forward if these guys pull off like winning yeah. that series. Yeah. yeah. Sweeping oh, the Gosh. Who's, oh who's, who's stopping us? Stop, who's stopping us? Who's nobody. Stopping us nobody. Hell, other than the Dodgers. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. And we don't even play them. Yeah. And we don't even, we don't I honestly no, think. because we only play the AL East. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I honestly yeah, think, okay. though, having empty stadiums might benefit in some way just because, some like, you're yeah. not going to be able to hear yeah. fans booing yeah. and, yeah. like, exactly. getting into your head about, like, everything. Especially Harper. Pros and Especially Harper, because Harper gets the most yeah. out of any of yeah. them. So, I'd say there's pros and cons to it all. Yeah, there is, yeah. Because when you really think about it, you get, like... It sucks that you can't go to a game. Like, yeah, that's yeah, all that's I was true, looking absolutely. forward to since Playoff the end of last year. Playoff baseball, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but, like, you know, like the, the pros will be easier to focus, obviously, but then the cons is that you can't feed off that energy that the crowd has. That, yeah. That's very you know, true. When, when it's, you know, a full count, you know, bases loaded, and the, yeah. the fans are just... The energy. All yeah, you're just absorbing they're all, that. They're all there's, standing up, going mm-hmm. crazy. And, and let's be honest, I feel like all of us were super excited to see how everybody was going to react with the Astros this year. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's the I only reason that everybody wanted to too. get in the stadium, just to move on. Over-under <laughs> on how many, yes. like... 
batters get hit and well, all that. Well, then everybody was saying that the pitchers are getting tossed yeah. if they hit a batter, like, right off the bat. Which I don't think makes sense at all. Like, they didn't really get any punishment mm-hmm. for cheating. Sometimes mm-hmm. a pitch just gets away and it hits the batter. You well, and then, and then. Oops. Purple. <laughs> <Yeah>. Too <laughs> far in? You're out of the game. Like, no. She's like, what? It was an accident. <laughs> it's fine. So where do you guys have your expectations? We'll, we'll say the, the first month. Let's just broad it out. 60 games, the first 30 games. Where do you see this team at? Where do you, I say maybe where do you want to see this team at and where do you expect mm-hmm. this team to be at? Through 30 games, I kind of Over hope, 500? Yeah, I think we're, <laughs> I, I'm definitely hoping over 500. Maybe win at least 17, 18 games out of the first 30. I think that would be nice. But I, I mean, think we need to be a little bit higher with the 60-game season. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's it's funny with um just the projections and everything because I remember every single every single every single sports article that that I was reading you know leading up to the season right you know everybody's kind yeah. of like putting the fills at you know fourth place in the division yeah, yeah. I don't see anybody third yeah. and I, I, would, I would get no angry one. I would no get angry every time and I'm like I'm like why why are you guys you know like let's up uh, nobody be, ever has hopes being content right yeah. that's why and then, but it's funny because now I'm getting asked this question oh where do you think where do you see them. Like, part of me wants to say, oh, probably third place, fourth yeah. place. Oh, yeah, and it's just weird reaction. because, you know, it, it's you don't, you don't want to admit that. that's what you want for your team. You don't admit that. You but... look at the lineup, and it doesn't look like a third place team in the division. Mm-mm. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, they have the it's tools like, there. They have the tools to be at least two. I think right. everyone is just so strung up on the Dodgers and Yankees, and mm-hmm. I really don't see too many other nationally contenders that stand out. And, and that's the problem when they're not getting attention nationally. Maybe it's a better thing, guys. You know, maybe it doesn't bother them. So if they don't see that, you know, they don't have to worry about expectations for themselves and just kind of go out there and play baseball and, you know, whatever happens. We just got to show happens. everybody what we're made of. Yeah. Be the underdogs. Be the underdog. Nobody like expects Eagles. us to actually do well. So that's what faster. we're going to do. Yep. We're actually going to go out there, play our hearts out, and actually show everybody what we're made of. We can only hope so. Please. Yeah, right. All right, guys. It's been long we'll, enough. We'll get ready to uh, wrap things up. But uh, do you guys have any final thoughts about the next week, the month, the season? Uh, I guys, thanks stop for coming losing on. To the but... Marlins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop losing to the Marlins and at least win two against. Can we at least get the easy games out of the way so we can actually like yeah. if we do yeah, lose real. the hard ones, like it's yeah. not as heartbreaking like not to not lose to the worst sad. team ever. Like every single year. Every <laughs> single freaking year. And the Marlins are a minor league team on paper it's, as far as their roster is constructed. You can recognize two names on their roster. I would say they're worse than the Orioles. At least the Orioles were beating the Red Sox earlier, so that's something. They're not winning more than 20 games. No. (laughs) Which is bad. This is the type of team that we need to be beating, not losing horrible losses against. All right, guys, give me one key player and one key pitcher that need to – besides Bryce Harper and besides Nola, that will really help this team uh, propel and uh, get some wins on the board early on here. Well, I'm going to start with the obvious. Wheeler. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. got to be him. You know, <laughs> big contract. You know, we just signed him, and we need that that rotation depth that, that we've been looking for. Yeah. And, you know, if he's not producing, then there's not much going for us. But if he is, then that that's that's the block that we need to just kind of fit into place right there. Uh, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he got that, that deal before, what, last year, what it was? He got, like, an eight-year – like $64 million contract, mm-hmm. and he was one of our top prospects. Like We need him to pan out as our second baseman. And if he gets going, it's only going to make our lineup even better. And for pitching, especially in the bullpen, Hector Neris. Yes. He's always off and on. He's going to be our closer. He's got to close some out for us. Like Those tight games, we're going to need him to shut the door down. Yeah, Scotty has some uh, big shoes to fill for. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's actually going to help, though, that he's going to be finally playing his actual position instead of yeah, being instead everywhere. Of being- 
third base, center, shortstop, yeah, center field, every right day, field, literally. Every, yeah. He was in a different That's position every single game. Exactly. So I think now that he can finally actually focus on the position that yeah. he's meant to be at, I think that's actually going to help him a lot get back in his head and actually yeah. like focus more on everything. And for pitching, I'm going to be a little optimistic and just say Velasquez. Yeah, yeah. something different. We need him. Yeah, yeah. Need I know this, I've said that like out. he has his he, he's iffy, but when he's actually like in the zone, he can pitch. Mm-hmm. He can. So I'm going to hope that he can actually just stay in that zone, yeah, get those control, strikeouts. He just needs to control the strikes. Yes, he does. But he can go the length of the game, I think. He could get at least seven innings He's just when he actually has the control over the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I think exactly. him and JT got a good game plan together and mm-hmm. just work on it and, you know, just throw strikes. That's it. And and don't be afraid to, you know, get use your defense behind you. You yeah, don't have to overperform. You know, yeah. Let them play. Keep them busy. All right, guys, I think that'll about do it. I think that's it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We've got plenty more content to come. Stay tuned. Eagles training camp starts on Thursday, and we've got plenty of Phillies every day, so we'll be coming back to them pretty rapidly. I'd like to thank all the guests that were on today. Dave Bree and Chris Bubbs, thank you guys so much for coming on today. Thanks for uh, having thank us. Thank you for having us. So hope you guys have you guys on uh, back uh, throughout the summer and the re- next couple episodes here. Sounds We'd love good. to be back. <laughs> and so, all right, guys, that will do it for this week's episode of Joe, Dan, and Ryan. We're here at one point. They have disappeared to the party. For now, we'll see you guys next week.